When we approach God in prayer, sometimes all we can manage is to cling to hope, even while we pray to experience God's presence. There is a tremendous difference, though, between saying the right words and living fully the power of those words. Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God and respond to His Word in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. All of us are followers here, learning to follow and listen to God, meditate on whatever He says, and respond to Him in prayer. If you're new here, we welcome you and invite you to follow or subscribe to this podcast on your favorite provider. You're in the right place to grow your faith. And in Season 3, we're praying through the Psalms, both some of our favorites as well as some that are lesser known or harder to pray. A few episodes back when we looked at Psalm 24 in the episode called Worship Ready, we talked about prayer to prepare us for worship. What about when you're prevented from joining God's people in worship for some reason, and it really has you down, it depresses you in fact? That's a very real situation for some of us, and we're going to address that in today's show. Today, we begin book two of Psalms, which includes Psalms 42 through 72. Psalms 42 and 43 go together, and in many Hebrew manuscripts, they aren't separated. They're treated as one psalm for that reason and because of the developing theme and the repeated refrain that they share. We're going to consider them together as one today. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message beyond the first 15 minutes to the rest of our life. We follow a four-step process, and you can get details about that at wordofprayer.com. Psalm 42, from the very first verse, is quite familiar, and it expresses a longing to be with God. That desire, though, is not immediately or easily fulfilled. This prayer looks honestly at being downcast, depressed, even caught in despair. It's not just a matter of snapping out of it. You'll see. Let's begin by listening to Psalms 42 and 43. As a deer longs for streams of water, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, the God of life. When may I enter and see the face of God? My tears were my food by day and night, when they said to me all day long, Where is your God? Let me remember these things, and let me pour out my soul, how I used to cross with the multitude. I used to walk with them to God's house with the sound of shouting and thanksgiving amid the pilgrim crowd. Oh, my soul, why are you downcast and so disturbed within me? Wait patiently for God, for I will praise him again, the victories of my God's presence. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of Jordan and the Hermon Range, from the mountain of Mizar. Deep is calling to deep, to the roar of your waterfalls. 
All your breakers and waves have swept over me. By day, Yahweh commands his faithful love, and by night, his song is with me, a prayer to the living God. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I walk in darkness because of an enemy's oppression? With a breaking in my bones, my foes taunted me by saying to me all day long, Where is your God? O oh, my soul, why are you downcast? And why are you so disturbed within me? Wait patiently for God, for I will praise him again. The victories of my God's presence. Judge me, O God, and plead my case against a loveless people. From deceitful people and the unrighteous, rescue me. You are the God of my stronghold. Why have you rejected me? Why must I wander about in darkness because of an enemy's oppression? Send your light and your truth. They shall guide me. They shall bring me to your holy mountain and to your dwelling place. And let me go into God's altar, to the God of my gladness. I will rejoice and praise you on a lyre, O God, my God. O my soul, why are you downcast? And why so disturbed within me? Wait patiently for God, for I will praise him again. The victories of my God's presence. You know, in these two Psalms, Psalm 42 and 43, water is a pretty dominant poetic theme throughout the prayer. First is the absence of water, which is a relentless thirst. Now, it starts by saying, as a deer longs for streams of water, but the deer uh, metaphor or picture doesn't really last through the rest of the psalm. Instead, we have all these different word and associations for water that come up. So, in the beginning, it's the absence of water. It's this thirst that drives our prayer. And then, next, it's salty or bitter water of tears as our enemies taunt us. We're crying and just, that's our food day and night. That's not a lot of food. You don't get full on tears, but it just kind of emphasizes, I don't even feel like eating. That is my food, is my tears. I'm so distraught. I'm so distressed. I've lost my appetite, and that's what I'm full of all the time. And then it shifts again. It's the power of the waters, both the ocean and rivers, as waves and waterfalls roll and roar as deep calls to deep. Now, I used to be really perplexed by this phrase. And then I started learning something about the land of Israel and the geography. And this psalm actually talks about the Jordan River, which flows down the middle of the land of Israel from north to south. Well, the Jordan begins from the springs that are at the base of Mount Hermon. Mount Hermon is in the far, far north above the Sea of Galilee. And it rises to about 9,000 feet above sea level. In fact, during the winter months, it's, it's snow-capped. 
and people go there to ski and snowboard even today. The land of Israel is very small and compact because Mount Hermon only lies about 30 miles from the ocean, from the shore, from the Mediterranean Sea. And so the roar of waterfalls that come from the Jordan River coming up from these springs, and there are waterfalls near the source of the Jordan River, is one thing. And then the ocean waves, the breakers and the waves are not very far away. And so deep, the deep in the ocean waves calls to the deep in the roaring waterfalls, the cataracts. And these two places together speak deep into the soul of our psalmist as he's trying to seek God and bring himself up out of the pit, out of the depths of despair. Our prayer is thirsting for God. It's crying before God. It's longing for God. It's nearly drowned in despair that we will ever get to meet with God again. That's what the psalm is really talking about. Did you notice the three refrains? The phrase that was repeated three times, the words are virtually the same, but the experience of them is different. Remember what I said at the very beginning of this episode. There is quite a difference between saying the right words and experiencing the power of them. And it's just like there's a difference between saying God is present and experiencing God's presence. And so even when those words are expressed, Oh, my soul, why are you downcast and so disturbed within me? Wait patiently for God, for I will praise him again, the victories of my God's presence. The first two times that that refrain is repeated, it's almost like the second half of it kind of rings hollow. It doesn't quite do it. As our psalmist is trying to summon it up, as he remembers his previous experiences of going with the crowd to worship God at the temple, which he is prevented from doing now. That's the setting of the psalm. And he tries to remember, he tries to recall it, and yet what is really ringing in his ears is the taunts of his enemies, the oppression of people who are mocking him and making fun of his faith and putting him down and challenging him. Where is your God? You know, God isn't anywhere around. God's not going to do anything for you. And that's really what is depressing. That's what brings on the despair. Is He's listening to these enemies. And even though he's trying to summon up and remember previous times of feeling really close to God, he's just not able to get there. By the third refrain, though, he comes through and there's something that shifts or changes as we look at Psalm 43. And the enemies haven't gone away. They're still there. But it looks to me like what changes is instead of carrying on a debate with the enemies or a debate within himself, the psalmist starts turning to God in prayer and talking directly to God. Judge me, O God. And plead my case against a loveless people from deceitful people and unrighteous people. Rescue me. God, I can't answer them. You deal with them. God, you are the God of my stronghold. Send your light and your truth. They will guide me. They'll bring me to your holy mountain. They'll bring me back to the temple where I can worship you. 
They'll bring me to your dwelling place. Let me go to your altar where I can worship you in gladness. I will rejoice and praise you on a lyre. And it's that proclamation of faith in turning to God in prayer that makes the difference. When we stop arguing with ourselves or trying to cheer ourselves up, get ourselves out of a funk, out of the depression, stop arguing with the enemies and detractors and those who are trying to sway us from our faith. It's when we turn to God and pray to Him and speak to Him and call on Him that everything shifts. It all changes. We actually come into His presence in that moment. And so at the very end, my soul, why are you downcast? And why are you disturbed? Wait patiently for God. I will praise him again. The victories of my God's presence. I stand in triumph. I stand in victory now. It's not ringing hollow. It's real. I think Psalm 42 and 43 take us through this journey of faith. I've said it before, but you know, the Psalms, they let us pray to God exactly where we are whether we're in the depths, in the pit of despair, whether we're just not feeling it, wherever we are, God welcomes us and lets us turn to him and address him. But he doesn't want us to stay there. He doesn't leave us where we started. God wants to bring us on the journey. He wants to bring us out of the pit. He wants to bring us into his presence and closer to him. He wants to leave us in a better place. And so the Psalms, as we pray them, they facilitate that. They help us get to a better place. Let me just ask you to join me in praying to God, our own form of Psalm 42 and 43. God, you have the water of life. We long for it. We thirst for it. We seek to have our thirst quenched, our appetites fulfilled, but we just find ourselves in deep waters, unable to be fulfilled. Father, we turn to you. You are the living water. It's not something you give us. It's you. You give us of yourself fully. We will rejoice in you, praise you, and declare victory and triumph in your name. Amen. I want you today to meditate on Psalm 42, verse 2, which says, My soul thirst for God, the God of life, or the living God. Repeat that with me now. My soul thirst for God, the God of life. My soul thirst for God, the God of life. Make it your prayer today. Repeat it. Meditate on those words. Take it into you on a deep level. Set your heart fully on God. Share this psalm with someone else today. Or you can share your own commitment to live from the power that it proclaims and not just the pretty words. Today's episode is brought to you by God Help Me Grow, learning to pray through the Psalms, which you can find on Amazon or we link to it in our show notes. Support the show through our Patreon link if you can. As you drink water today, remember God is living water. Drink deeply today.